Want to make some extra money? Put some ransomware in a city and tell them to pay you in Bitcoin and pay you now or you'll shut down their system. I mean, there's been two cities now in Florida. Riviera Beach, Florida, paid 600000 Lake City, Florida, just paid out $460,000 worth of Bitcoin to hackers. I mean, that's a way to make some cash. Now, the Lake City uh, people decided that the uh, one official uh, for the company, their uh, director of information technology, yeah, he's no longer working for Lake City. But so they're already, I mean, cities are going to shore it up now because both these cities in Florida decided that it was cheaper to pay the ransomware than to let them kill the system and then rebuild the system. Now you pay the ransomware and you've got to pay to re, you know, pay to at least get it safe so it doesn't happen again. So pick your city, make it fast, do it now. Just joking. I don't want you to really go after a city. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> but if you'd like some city names, call me. Or you can email me at chewingthefat at place.com or 888-900-3393. Now, this story fascinates me. So an international team of researchers from the United States and Switzerland turned 17,303 lost wallets containing varying amounts of money, uh, turned them in to public and private institutions in 355 cities across 40 countries. The team's goal was to see just how honest people who handled them uh, would be when it came to returning the missing property to their owner. Uh, The results were pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable. Now think to yourself, if somebody turned in a wallet, what would you do with it? So they, the researchers conducted a large scale field events. They turned in lost wallets. All right. So they, the wallets either contained no money, a small amount of money, $13 and 45 cents or larger, uh, some of $94 and 15 cents. Each wallet had a transparent face, revealing a grocery list, uh, three business cards with a fictitious person's name, title, and an email address printed on them. Well, they visited the 355 cities, like I said, in 40 countries. They typically targeted the five to eight largest cities in the country. All right, So about 400 observations per country. The wallets were returned to one of five societal institutions, banks, theaters, museums, or cultural establishments, post offices, hotels, police stations, courts of law, and other public offices. They'd walk into the building. The research assistant would approach an employee at the counter and say, hey, I found this. And he'd sit the wallet down and uh, they'd place, place the wallet on the counter and push it over to the employee. Somebody must have lost it. I'm in a hurry. I have to go. Can you take care of it, please? And the researchers, and then they walked away. What do you suppose happened? If if that happened to you, would you think about it now? Would you deep pocket it? Would you return it? Would you take the money and return the money? Uh, return, re- take the money and return the wallet. The team found that nearly all the countries, the wallets with greater amounts of money, were more likely to be returned. Thirty-eight of forty countries. The recipients overwhelmingly were more likely to report lost wallets with money than without. 
Overall, across the globe, 51% of those who were handed a wallet with a smaller amount of money report it, compared to only 40% of those that received no money. When the wallet contained a large sum of money, 72% returned it. I mean, that is that is pretty wild. Not all wallets in the field experiment were returned. You think? Among other surprises were some of the places where people were not so honest. The wallets dropped off at the Vatican, at two anti-corruption bureaus, were among those that never made it back to their rightful owners. I mean, I'm sure the people at the Vatican were just busy. They were just busy. Right? And the people at the corruption bureaus, eh, just busy. Right? They're just busy. That's all. Now, they, uh, they surveyed more than 2,500 people in the United Kingdom, the United States, and Poland to better understand, you know, honesty and matters. So they continued on with their study. Uh, the respondents were presented with a scenario that matched the field experiment. And similar to the field study, those in the survey, survey said failing to return a wallet, like stealing when more money was involved. Wow. That's amazing. So b- civic honesty would waver when the amount of money was higher. That's amazing. The experts had a bit more faith in the honesty of individuals. Both groups believed that there were more money in the wallet, the more tempting it would be to keep it. Yeah, no kidding. I would say that, and this is, uh, this, I would recommend this for anyone because it would be wrong. It would be completely wrong. The object is for somebody does that, comes up, throws a wallet. Hey, somebody, somebody lost this. I'm in a hurry. Could take care of it. You obviously there's a it said they had a clear face on it, so you had the email address. There was information in there to return it. Uh, so you just return it. Oops. I found this on the street. Just returning it to you. If there was money in it, it was gone before I got there. What are you? They're going to shoot you over that? What? Why are you going to shoot people over that? So I got to talk about this because really the object is, is to be nice, right? The object is that you return the wallet. And of course you return the freaking wallet. And what happens is it's karma, man. It comes back on you. It, it for sure comes back on you. I mean, I, I absolutely would think about it. I mean, that's what, the, that's what the study said, too. The more money, the more you think about, bad. it'd be nice just to deep pocket it and move on. And you throw the wallet in the mailbox. If you just throw it in a postal service box, the postal service will deliver it. Or, you know, you mail it back to them or you send it to them or, you, you know, you email them, whatever. But the karma, man, if you take the cash or take the wallet and throw away and don't do anything about it, it comes back on you. So, I mean, it also reverses that. Right, I mean, I've had a time when I left my checkbook up on the top of my car and drove off, went back home in the in the in a grocery store parking lot, and I get home and I'm bringing in the groceries, and my wife goes, uh, "So, how much were the groceries?" I was like, "I don't know, the usual receipts in there somewhere." And uh, how'd you pay for it? I wrote a check. Do you think I paid for it? I don't write checks anymore, by the way. This is eight. This is about a thousand years ago when checks were used. We were still using checks, and. Uh, she was like, uh, well, you got the checkbook? I want to check it. Why didn't she just say, hey, you lost your checkbook? But she wants to set me up is what it is. That's why she's the first wife. But then she says, oh, you don't have it, do you? Ah, ah, you left it at the grocery store. A lady found it in the parking lot. And the lady turned it in. 
to the store and then called, turned and gave it to the grocery store, walked it back into the grocery store and called the number on the check and said, hey, you dropped it. No, no, she didn't call the number on the check and shoot. What are you doing? Why are we shooting people? Taylor, what is wrong with you? I'm just, I'm just saying what the world's really thinking right now. To shoot the lady or me? I don't know. I'm just hearing this. So my point is, and there's no gunshot here, by the way. I don't hear any freaking gunshot for this. We're not shooting people over this. My point is, because karma comes back at you, that's my whole point. What goes around comes around, but it also works in the opposite way, right? If you've been nice, then you have people, you lose your checkbook instead of taking your checkbook and writing checks all over America or, you know, deep pocketing your money, they turn it in. Because people, you realize how frustrating it is for you if you lost your wallet or your checkbook or something that of importance. And you just figure it's gone, long gone. And then you're fortunate enough to have a fellow human being call you or send it back and say, hey, I found this. And you would do that without a gunshot. <laughs> I feel like I've talked about this, but maybe it was just only on social media because we had such a fun uh, blasting it on uh, Twitter and Facebook and, and Instagram, which you can follow me on at Jeffy JFR, Jeff Fisher Radio and Jeff Fisher Radio, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Jeffy JFR is Twitter. So Amazon is selling a bracelet that's going to give you an electric shock every time you commit a bad habit. Now, of course, what they're saying you use it for is, you know, if you have trouble controlling cravings for fast food, if you're eating too much, it's time to consider this self-administered electric shock. So you download an app, you're going to have just a little, you want a reminder, right? You want to start training you like Pavlov's dog. You're just going to want to go, hey, yeah, give me like your cell phone. Give me like your, you know, you, you put your cell phone on vibrate and call yourself. Wait, no, that's different. Um, anyway, the, uh, so, but what really you do, you give the, you tell your friends to download the app, right? And they have access to your, to your electric shock bracelet, which is being considered digital guardians. So you're sitting there and you're going, man, I'm going to eat that. Look at those French fries. And your friend goes, no, you're not. You told me you didn't want to eat that kind of fast food. We turn that up or something. I mean, you're, you know, I want people. You're gonna want people to hear it. It's gonna be embarrassing, right? Because you, if, you, if it's embarrassing, you're you're, gonna, you're out in public. Mm, pass, pass the gravy, please. I right, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Set it off. Set it off. Never mind. I don't want the gravy. I don't want the gravy. I'll just go outside and, and smoke a cigarette. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I don't want a cigarette either. I don't want a cigarette either. Never mind. I just I'll just sit here. I'm fine. Can I have a glass of water, please? Okay, thank you. Thank you. We're fine. No problem. Uh, you know, it's just kind of funny. Why would you want to do this? Really? It's just just dumb. I mean, I realize the fun of having things that vibrate. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you can conjure up any images you want to conjure up in yourself. but I realize the fun of having things that vibrate. But it's never fun when it's... Yeah, no, you don't want that. Waiting for the gunshot again. Taylor's here. Chris is gone. He's going gun crazy. 
That's what's going to happen, right? You're going to be your digital guardian. Dude, you said to just zap you when you had fries. You're not going to eat them. There. We're done. So, speaking of eating too much food, a new study published in the Society of Personality and Social Psychology Journal. Who doesn't get the Society for Personality and Social Psychology Journal? I, 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 wait at the, I wait at the mailbox for that to come in. A quarter to a third of heterosexual women have gone on a date with a guy they weren't interested in just for a free meal. I mean, ouch. Is it ouch? Is it? How you think about that for just a second? I would. I would venture to say that I know that I know. I would venture to say that everyone. No, not everyone, but a, a great majority of people have gone, stopped by. Let's say, stopped by your parents' house. Hey, just thought I'd stop by and say hi. Haven't seen you guys in a while. Oh, is it dinner time? Because you wanted food. Because because you didn't have any money. You just stopped by and you thought, because you wanted food. You stopped by grandma's house. You stopped by a friend's house. Because you didn't have any money and you wanted dinner. That's what these that's what these chicks are doing. Doing their foodie calls. I mean, two studies. The first conducted with 820 women and the second with 327. Asked participants if they'd ever engaged in a plate for play. 23% of the women cop to it in the first study. 33% in the second. And I just, want to, I just want to go on record as saying that you damn well know. I don't care how hungry you are, ladies, heterosexual women. When you say yes to dinner, you know something better be vibrating. If it's the... It's enough. Jesus, I only needed a couple of things vibrating. I don't need Look, she's really hungry. Hour. You need to answer the phone. <laughs> I'm not talking about vib- Jesus. I didn't pay that much for dinner. You're not getting that many vibrators, okay? You know, it goes on forever. It's been going on forever. I just, I just read a story. It, I, I probably have it somewhere in the fat pile, but I just read a story about this uh, this old village that has been trading sex for fish for like a thousand years. And it's this inside story. It was, it was probably NPR, or some, you know. National Geographic story or something about this village that, you know, has been poor and they want to eat. And so these fishermen <whistles> row in. I got a boat full of fish. And if you want to eat oh, some yeah. fish, you ain't lying. We're taking a little bit of fish business. Want to feed the family? I need a little bit of business. And that, I mean, that's, that's what's been going on forever. And there's no vibrating going on there. All right. And not, not in that village. He was happy to get some fish. Our health segment today, friendly reminder that hospital insects harbor potentially harmful bacteria. Yay! Yay! Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. No, 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 no. Sit down. Sit down. It's fine. So, a new study. I just like study, study Wednesday. Is today Wednesday? Today's Tuesday, right? I'm so confused on what day it is. The hell day is this? You need to stop Tuesday. thinking it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. July 2nd, 2019. Okay. New, stu- new study Tuesday is what today is. 
Uh, published this month in the Journal of Medical Entomology. Again, I wait at the post office for this to come in. I don't even want it to. I don't want to take the time for the post office to give it to the postal worker and have it delivered to my house. I want to pick it up at the post office. Uh, they analyzed 19,937 flying insects, including house flies, filth flies, such as blue bottles and green bottles, and a variety of drain flies. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. From seven hospital sites in England. All right, so this is this isn't America. Right. They found that nearly nine in ten of those tested were carrying potentially harmful bacteria. Okay, then. That's uh, great. And of course the flies just stay right where right there at the hospital. They don't fly around or stop by your house or anything or visit. They've got a picture of a, a fly. That's got to be some kind of drawing. That's not a, that's what a great picture if it's a picture. i got to get my wife to start taking pictures of flies. This is a special blue bottle fly, green bottle fly, drained fly, filth fly. Yeah. Yeah, you want those landing on your food while you're trying to eat your burger over the 4th. Think about that. When you're out there at the picnic table on the 4th, you're welcome. You're out there on the picnic table on the fourth, a few flies flying around, and that burger you're about to bite into, the blue bottle just landed on your fly, or on your burger, flies off. He would not have left anything on there for you, would he? No, just traces no. of your dog crap. Don't worry. That's it. That's it. Just traces of your dog crap. Not any of the hospital harmful bacterias, but your body will be able to do it because it's just one little, one little bitty fly. You don't even worry about it. Your body's like, pfft move on but if there's a bunch of flies flying every so often on trash day in my neighborhood man the flies i don't know where the hell they come from but they show up man in the neighborhood this is garbage cans are rolled out to the rolled out to the curb and the flies are like today is the day what we need to get is like fly bracelets so that when they start flying around your trash can you give them a jolt there you go have a nice day, flies. I mean, I know they have the they have the fly killers and the you know the fly jolters, the bug jolters that people hang up in their backyard. But you want to get to, those are those are actually fun to just sit around every so often. Those are great as long as they long as they're flying into that thing, they're not flying into you. I'm good. You know, I've had several people send me this story, and I'm trying to. I want to say thank you, and I appreciate it. It means a lot to me that you're thinking of me and that you're sending me this story. And I mean that, from the bottom of my heart. And you're th- my comment is always, now you tell me. Okay? But it does seem to be a little over the top. 43-year-old man in Florida shows up to the hospital saying he had too much blow at home he did too much cocaine i don't know that anyone has ever gone to the hospital for that on their own but okay we'll say that doctors thought they were looking for your average uh, overdose that they were surprised to discover that the patient had in fact been eating poisonous puffer fish liver in addition to snorting cocaine and before long had to hook him up to a ventilator and a dialysis machine as both his respiratory system and kidneys failed. Do not eat puffer fish. 
Good rule of thumb. I don't care how high you are on cocaine. Don't do it. Dude. Dude. I have the munchies so bad. <laughs> we should eat some puffer fish, man. Let's eat some, some blowfish. Yeah, that's what we need. So I know I know in Japan they have the, uh, you know, they prepare their blowfish delicacy. Uh, no. Uh, no. No, thank you. Don't want any. 50 people die in Japan each year, and that's supposed to be the stuff that's made properly. For me, no, thank you. Have a nice day. I'm fine. Now, I'm now the next thing they're going to be a study. 50 people die every year of eating hamburgers and eating hot dogs and eating french fries. That's not the same thing. Hamburgers, hot dogs, and french fries are good. Okay? Pufferfish, blowfish are not good. There's no point. Why eat something that's no good and you have an opportunity to die? If, you're going, if you have an opportunity to die, you ought to be eating something that's good. It's really simple. All right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar desperately. Oh, my gosh. I should have done that earlier. I'm going to have another one. I wonder how many people actually believe that that's a Coke Zero Sugar. Not they should. They, they know that it's true. They've seen photos. They know it's true. I don't lie about it. No way. We've had we've had guests comment about it. Don't mess around with coke. Don't don't be don't be trying to fool people with your little trickeries. <laughs> as long as we're in the break room, I don't want to do. Uh, I mean, this is sad news. Actually, we should probably. I mean, I could well up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, I could well up on the story because it's uh, it's sad. Uh, as of today, I'll try to get through this. As of today, Kim Kardashian West's new shapewear is going to be renamed. She won't name it Kimono. She took so much backlash. She took so much backlash over the name Kimono that she's got to pull the plug. She tweeted, my brands and products are built with inclusivity and diversity at their core. And after careful thought and consideration, which we didn't do before we actually named it in the beginning, that was me, not her. I'll be launching my solution wear brand under a new name. I'll be in touch soon. Thank you for your understanding and support always. Tears. Tears for Kim Kardashian. Now, here's a... You think. Just for a second. You'd think that they would have at least done a focus group. Something. Over a... Uh, I mean, you know whatever Kardashian is hawking. It's going to be huge. Right? I mean, she's 
It's just gonna. This just is. It's sad. It's, it's a sad fact, but it just is. And she'll post her little picture with her, which I'm looking at now. Makes me want to wear one. The shape. <laughs> and to me, name it kimono. Who cares? So what? But the world was not happy, man. They did not like that at all. I mean, they said it, it, it's our cultural meaning in Japan dating back centuries. So don't freaking buy it in Japan. Damaging culture for her brand and prompting fear she'd be able to prevent others from using the word kimono at all in the U.S. So I can't, I can't, I can't take it. It's agonizing. But she caved. She caved. That's what that's why it was that's why it was so sad. Thank you. That's why it was so sad. Could barely get through it. I hope she'll be okay. I don't know what the new line is gonna be called. Maybe Put your fat butt in this tight. Nope, that won't work either. Um, maybe she doesn't want me to name it. Let's be clear about that. She doesn't want. Good. Okay, I don't want any more sad music because my tears. I I can't cry anymore. I cannot cry anymore for Kim. Sad. Sad. I cannot cry anymore. Congratulations to Anderson Cooper. Although it's not really a congratulations because. Uh, uh, Gloria Vanderbilt uh, left everything to Anderson. Almost everything to Anderson Cooper. It is, I mean, that's good for him. But uh, Gloria Vanderbilt left her midtown home to her eldest son, Leopold Stokowski. Stokowski. Stokowski, that's it. Right? S-T-O-K-O-W-S-K-I-S. Yeah, Stokowski. And the rest of her estate goes to Anderson. So Leopold, you get to dump. You get the dump in Midtown, and Anderson gets everything else. The other middle son, Chris Stokowski, zip, nothing. <laughs> no, no hey, that's not funny, because she died. But he didn't get anything. Sir Will, he got nothing. He got nothing. The uh, document filed Monday in Manhattan Circuit Court says uh, Leopold will get uh, two ten shares for the late socialite fashion icon pad in a co-op at 30 Beekman place. So I'm quite not quite sure what that means. He'll get two, two, one, zero, 210 shares for the late socialite fashion icon pad in a co-op at 30 Beekman place. While all the rest of her property goes to Anderson. Huh? Did she not own the whole thing? I'm not quite sure what that means. This the co-op at 30 Beekman Place. So if we got to figure that out, uh, please hold. Uh, please hold. We have to find out what this means. Uh, thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. We really appreciate it. Your listenership is very important to us. We're attempting to answer a question that you need answered even though it was us that couldn't answer it. Please hold.
Okay, so, yeah, yeah, thanks for holding. Uh, I believe, all right, so here's the deal. This is, this, uh, this is where we're at with, uh, she gave, she g- Leopold, <laughs> Leopold, the eldest son, uh, gets 210 shares of the late socialite fashion icon pad in a co-op at 30 Beekman Place. Okay, so I'm guessing that he gets the apartment in the co-op and that she owned 210 shares of the entire building at of 30 Beekman Place. So he gets that, which, okay, I guess, I guess that makes sense. And whatever else she has goes to Anderson. And then there you have it. That's kind of sad, actually. Anderson probably could do without all of that and just wishes that you know mom was alive but uh there you have it i love the fact that uh, the other kid is just you're on like you're oh, oh the, i forgot i had a third you're kid out of, you're out of the family you don't want to be with the family you've been out of the family for years have a nice day and even i mean it's that's have a nice day to the point of when i pass away you get nothing i mean nothing wow okay how you feeling now ouch right but maybe not though. Maybe he was maybe he's still estranged and still pissed and says, Screw it, I'm going, I don't care. So how many of you watched the loudest voice last night on Showtime? I mean, it was fascinating. I forgot that it was on and then I just happened to catch it. Uh it's about, you know, the Fox News. And uh like a seven episodes on Showtime. And Russell Crowe is playing Roger Ailes. And how much of it is true and how much of it is not is gonna be uh, it's going to be fascinating to have the fallout from it. We've already got a little bit of fallout, some people suing about the show and stuff. It'll be fascinating to see because when you watch it, it's really good. It's really good. I enjoyed it. And uh, you, while I never met Roger Ailes, we worked at Fox when we were with Glenn in New York and stuff. And I mean, I, I know a little bit about him and a little bit about how he you know, did things and, and made Fox what it was. The teaser for this next episode showed the morning show talking to Glenn Beck. Uh, Glenn Beck joining us now, so it's probably going to be the racist visit where he, you know, where everybody thought he called Obama a racist. Probably going to be that visit. Joss McDermott plays Glenn. Uh, the guy from Walking Dead plays Glenn, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Russell Crowe was a great Roger Ailes. I mean, I just saw him, you know, I'm uh I'm torn with Russell. Russell's one of those guys where he's just kind of a douche in real life, but I really like a lot of his work. I know that's a surprise. I like a lot of his work, so I watch it. But anyway, uh, the loudest voice on Showtime, well worth the watch. And I saw another story where Netflix is considering uh, having a free line uh, with ads. So it'd be kind of like the Hulu app. You know, So you get Netflix. Would you be willing to get Netflix with ads? For free? I don't know. I, 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 I might, I it depends know. on how many ads there are. Well, I mean, you're, it's free. Shut up. Watch what you get. Well, like even Hulu's not free on its own. It's like there's a package, the lowest package you pay a few dollars for, and you still have ads. Yeah, you still have ads. Right. Right, 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 right. And then you pay the, you know, I, I screw that. I want the no ads. I don't, I don't want to watch the ads. Absolutely. But I would. Uh, you know, if I, if, uh, if, I, if I couldn't afford it or whatever, that's fine get rid of it all freaking care i love television don't do that to me don't take them away i want to watch them please but if i had to i would have a nice day get out of here please don't make me do that please
All right, so I don't want to hear anymore about we're losing bees and we've got a shortage of bees. Now, maybe we are with the honeybees and maybe that's a problem, and, and I'm sure it is if we are losing them. But, I mean, every year we see, like we just saw footage of a cricket match being halted because of a swarm of bees over the over the whole thing, and that's in Europe. And now we get the story about the massive yellow jacket nests in Alabama. The one is the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. You look at some of the, a couple of the pictures on the back porches of these houses. Uh, what happened? Didn't anyone go out the back door for five years and say, "Hey, that looks like a beehive. I ought to knock that off my back porch and get rid of it before more than four bees show up." Instead, it's the it's the size of the porch, and you don't want yellow jacket. I mean, yellow jackets, man. They start stinging you. Uh, have a nice day. And those big, those big, uh, those big nests like that—it's <laughs> going to be more than. Ouch! Be a lot more than that, boy. You ain't kidding. It's going to be that times like fifty. They're saying some of these nests have fifteen thousand yellow jackets in them. Ouch! You ain't lying. Ouch! Now they're warning people. In the Alabama Cooperative Extension System, which was, I mean, I get that every time it comes out. It's a primary outreach organization on behalf of Alabama A&M and Auburn University. I don't know, you know, it's Auburn University's Department of Entomology and Plant Pathology. I don't know why. Don't look at me like that. I mean, if you're not, if you're not reading things that are published with the Alabama Cooperative Extension System. you Silly. But uh, I'm confused at, like, okay, so it's in a car in a barn. I kind of get that. You've, you know, there's places where, you know, people have put stuff in barns and it just, grandma lives there. She never goes out in the barn anymore. You know, you just don't go back there. And so when you open it up, they have all kinds of, you know, different kind of animals and bees and insects and stuff. I get that. But on a house, on a structure, you don't. I, nobody went out the back door. Nobody's the one picture is right on the hanging off the back porch. What? You didn't even just look out the blinds once in a while and go, "What the hell is that thing?" You just let it go. I mean, maybe you deserve to be. No, you don't deserve to be stung. Just teasing. But don't try to get it down now. Holy cow! If it's as big as a mattress or a chair or something with those yellow jackets. Call the professionals. Now, put up a YouTube channel and post your your GoPro video when they knock it down. I want to see those yellow jackets flying everywhere, man. I want to see the I want to see the the beekeeper getting buzzed all day. Wait. What kind of beekeeper is you talking about? Yeah, you know that beekeeper that's getting buzzed all day. I want to see those things come down. If you've seen them bust open like that, I saw there's video of uh, one that they that they broke up in, in a shed. That's uh, amazing. And don't try to burn them. This is where people start burning their houses down and stuff because they try to burn these yellow jackets. Right? Because that would be me. I'll just burn this sucker. Pour a little gasoline on that bad boy. And then they're going to start buzzing around because gasoline's going to screw them up. I mean, you don't want to come across the yellow. Those little the yellow jack nests are nasty anyway. Just regular size. You start looking at sizes that are the size of the mattresses. You are in trouble, my friend. In trouble.
And you don't want none of that. Oh, 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 o